Hello and welcome back to the Sports Medicine Project. I am flying solo almost today. I don't have Blake with me, but I do have a very special guest um, that I'm going to ask a couple of different questions to. And we're just going to go into a little bit of a case study today. So I've got my mum with me today. Um, She is an amazing, amazing person. She's like the fittest 63-year-old you'll ever come by. So she's been having a little bit of shoulder pain and recently uh, saw a physio up here where our hometown is and explained the situation to me and the physio experience with me. And I thought it was a, a really, really good opportunity to sort of just jump on the podcast and just have a little bit of a chat about uh, the the outcome of that and sort of just go into maybe why we could do things better as health professionals. But we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, so, Mum, welcome. Thank you. No, thank you for having me. <laughs> um, so I guess we'll, we'll just get started by sort of just asking you about your, your shoulder pain. So, Mum, if you just want to give us a little bit of a, a history on how long this has been going on for and if you could just describe it for us. Uh, it's been ongoing now for, I'd say, three to four weeks. And it is in the top of my shoulder and kind of in the area of my bicep as well, but it's predominantly in my shoulder. Tends to hurt a lot when I do chest presses or any kind of chest work flies, anything in chest pushing uh, hurts. Anything rear, any chin-ups or back work, shoulder, uh, lateral lateral raises, frontal raises, biceps, triceps doesn't hurt. Uh, It just appears to be mostly when I'm using, doing any kind of chest exercises and certain other movements. It feels like I've got something catching when I try and rotate my arm. So it appears to be a mobility issue for me right now. So I'd like to get that sorted pretty quick. Mm -hmm. Can you describe it to me? What does it feel like? It feels like I've been saying for a while, it's, I feel, I can feel this clicking, but it actually, um, it's a catching kind of a feeling. So if I'm holding my arms up overhead and then doing an, like an open arm twist to the right for yoga, for example, I can't do the rotation to the right the left is fine. No worries on the left, but I cannot do an open arm twist to the right without this catching feeling that creates a sharp pain. Okay. Okay. And so you mentioned that it hurts a lot with your exercise that you're doing at the gym. What about at work? What do you do for work and and does it bother you at all while you're working? Yes. I work as a hotel cleaner and today, oh, it was hurting so bad when I was cleaning the shower walls trying to lift like a heavy vacuum cleaner out of the trolley so I was doing that with my left arm all day um, drag in the vacuum so yeah it's definitely hindering my work and I've actually asked to only be on two days a week until I can sort it okay uh has it been getting worse over the last three to four weeks well it hurts every morning when I wake up it is pain so by the afternoon, I'm not sure if it's because I'm sitting and not moving it. I, th- I think, oh, it must be, get- it feels like it's getting better. And then I go to bed and I can't sleep on that side. And then I can't sleep on the other side because it falls forward. So I have to prop it up under a pillow oh, with a p- my arm over a pillow. Mm-hmm. And 
every time I turn over, I can feel it. So it's hindering my sleep. Mm -hmm. And then I wake up in the morning and it hurts. So Mm -hmm. the worst pain is first thing in the morning. And so tell me about what's what's been changing with your exercise and work loads over the last maybe two months or so. Has there been any increase in what you've been doing in the gym or has there been any increase in what you've been doing at work? Uh, well, currently I've been trying to work on muscle strength. So I have been, well, I've been trying to lift heavier, but I haven't. And then I was working training from home for a couple of weeks because of COVID restrictions. And I tried to lift a dumbbell, a barbell off the floor into a chest press position. And I thought I pulled a muscle, but clearly it's not that because now it's three, four weeks later and it's not any better. Was that the, is that when this all started? Well, that was, yeah. Well, it actually all started when I had my booster shot, believe it or not, because (laughs) I don't know that actually. (laughs) I don't know if my my muscle was weakened because of the injection and then... Maybe. But that's when it started. (laughs) But it's been hurting on and off for a long time. Like I've mentioned it to you Mm. before, but then it got better and... Yeah. Okay. So we're not going to go into a full like lengthy subjective history just to give you a little bit of a, a rundown on what we're dealing with. So then I just quickly assessed mum objectively and in terms of what we were looking at, so she has full flexion, uh, full full range abduction, but pain eccentrically when lowering. In her external rotation on her right side, which is her sore side, is 70 degrees compared to 90 degrees on her unaffected side. She's quite weak and it's quite painful into resisted internal rotation. All other strength assessments are fine, no pain and no weakness really painful with a Gerber's lift off, quite um, just unable to do it at all, really apprehensive to, to try as well. So that's roughly sort of what we're looking at objectively. Um, and the other thing objectively that we, we did look at was a, a chest press. So we uh, used a five kilo dumbbell and mum was able to do a chest press with a five kilo dumbbell with really, really mild symptoms. Um, we also had a little look at a, an overhead press with a two kilo dumbbell and that was, that was pretty sore still. Yeah. Yeah. So the chest press, it's getting it into the position. Like if it's already racked up, then it's all right. It's all right. It's getting it in. Yeah. So, so mum went and saw a physio, uh, last week. Um, I'm pretty stern with not wanting to treat family for the most part, but I, I've decided that I am going to, to help mum out this time around because I was just a little bit baffled with what the physio had to say. Um, so mum, give us a little bit of a rundown on your physio experience. What, what did they say? What did they diagnose you with? What was their treatment options? Uh, so the assessment was raising my arms front up and overhead, straight arms out to the front and overhead and back down again, and then out to the side, up overhead and then back down again. And on the front one was fine, up and overhead and down, and then to the side I got that clicking experience and pain on the way down. And so she said to me, oh, well, it's not that you, well, yeah, I probably strained the anterior deltoid on when lifting up that dumbbell, I mean the barbell, However, the problem is my shoulders rolling forward 
probably from cleaning and and hunching and because we're pushing all day and not pulling enough and so what she did was uh, went over my training program at the gym and eliminated any pushing exercises or overhead and I had to switch to only pulling I could do shoulders nothing above shoulder height I can do shoulders lateral frontal raises upright rows anything at all with the shoulders biceps triceps and back and back would be a good thing to pull the shoulder back then she gave me something to roll up a towel under my arm and like a passive external rotation stretch basically holding on to a a can of beans for that that over pressure right which she said to do for three weeks five to ten minutes every day and i've been doing it every day religiously for a week and i don't see any difference so talk to me a little bit more about what she said in terms of your shoulders rolling forward and and why the the back exercises are going to help that did she explain that to you at all Uh, because the back would pull the shoulders back. And she also said the traps are the most underused, which I always thought that in a lot of exercises your traps take over is what I always thought. And she said the traps are the most underused muscle group and I should be doing some shrug work and, and strengthening my traps, which I went, oh, okay, I've never done that before. I'll give that a go. <laughs> Added that into my routine. Uh, and just to pull the shoulder because that – where the shoulder is curling it forward and I'm starting to get the hump in the back apparently. So correct me if I'm wrong, the the reason that you're experiencing pain is because your shoulders are rolling forwards. And it's and because it's rolling forward, it's uh, the tendon is catching on it when I in my mobility. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is what she said mentioned. Cool. Anything else that, that, that she discussed with you in terms of her explanation that is worth mentioning? She didn't discuss anything, but while I was there, she sat with her leg under my arm and pushed on whatever that's called there. So just like the anterior shoulder. Yeah, pushed on, like just put pressure on it for about, I don't know, 5, 10, 15 minutes. And, that, and uh, told me my neck, like she said, oh, and your neck, there's something in my neck's not right either. Like this side's okay, but this side is tight and painful when she was pushing on it. And so how long did she say to to, to follow that plan for? Um, two to three weeks or until it starts to feel better. Okay. And then are you following up with her at all over that period? She said to make an appointment in three weeks if it wasn't better. Okay. So what's your opinion on what she's told you? Well, after listening to your podcast on static stretching, I thought after five days of doing it, gee, I feel like this is a static stretch because it's a holding stretch. So maybe that's why it's not doing anything. That was my opinion on just from what you were saying before. But, you know, I don't know anything about that, so... That's not an expert opinion. That's just from what you said. <laughs> yeah. And and what's your opinion on her explanation and what she has educated you on? Does that all make sense to you? Uh, no. It looked, I felt like she, I felt like she could see what the problem was. And she, I mean, she, I felt like she was 
professional enough and, and she was an older person too. She was probably in her 50s or, you know, my close to my age. Mm-hmm. So she, I felt like she knew what the problem was but didn't really explain what or why mm-hmm. she was doing and I didn't know what questions to ask. Like, Yeah, fair she, enough. And she was pressing on it, I figure, was to try and push it back but I figure it would take a lot more than five, ten minutes of pushing on my shoulder to... How long was the appointment? Do you know? An hour? Half an hour? No. Or less than half an hour, probably. So in a half an hour appointment of your initial consultation, she spent 15 minutes pressing on your shoulder and not explaining the problem to you. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) How much? She did explain that I'm rolling my shoulders forward and I'm getting the the hunch on my back. Which is causing the clicking and the shoulder pain. Yeah. Right. Okay. So... So I want to know your interpretation of what the physio told you about your shoulder posture being influenced by the chest slash pressing movements that you're doing at the gym. Does, does that make sense to you or, or what's your sort of... In my head, I understand that strengthening my back would pull my posture back. Mm-hmm. Is it, That's in my head what I kind of got out of the whole thing. Where So logically it makes sense. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yeah. So if we if we just go into that a little bit further, so if I just now this is gonna be a little bit biased by the fact that I know my mum and I know what she can do at the gym, but pre injury, how heavy could you bench press? Thirty kilos. And how many pull ups could you do? Uh unassisted. Yeah, unassisted. <laughs> well, I can do eight, but I have to touch down each time in between. I can't do eight nonstop. And how much do you weigh? I weigh 58 kilos. So so logically speaking, if your back muscles are working during a pull-up, yeah? yeah? Yeah. If they can pull you up eight times of 58 kilos yeah. compared to, what was the chest again? 30. 30. So 30 kilos, probably about eight repetitions or so. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Which muscle group seems to be stronger? Probably my back. So why are the, why is your chest pulling your shoulders forward? I don't know, but, you know, I can't do a chest press 30 kilos now. Mm. I can barely do t- 22. <laughs> mm. But that, that doesn't really make much sense, though, does it? Uh, no. Hmm. Interesting. How much can you do a bent over row? Um, a single arm I was getting up to 17 and a 0.5 kilo. What about a single, what about a, a dumbbell chest press? Oh, well, a dumbbell chest press, I haven't gone past 10 kilos because of the getting into position. Not in, This is pre-injury, I'm talking. Yeah, same. Okay. And I, was, I, was ready, I was ready to start having people help me to get into position because I know I can definitely go heavier. But just so, getting into position, I haven't quite figured that out because that's mm, what hurt. Mm. So again, if, you, if, you're, if you're doing a single arm bent over row at 17 kilos... And a, a dumbbell bench press at 10, which is the stronger muscle group? <laughs> Hopefully my back. <laughs> so it still doesn't really make sense as to why your shoulders are getting pulled forward, does it? No. No. Yeah. 
Wow. Interesting to see what you are. Uh... And so, again, like if that explanation is true, would that mean that doing too many hamstring exercises are going to prevent your knees from straightening? <laughs> is that is that kind of what we're... Is that the train of thought that we're following with yeah, this? Yeah, it sounds like it, hey. Hmm. Yeah. So I guess long, long-winded sort of starting point to, to what I kind of wanted to get into with all of this. And I, I will help mum out um, after this podcast. I'm not going to go into diagnosis and treatment because the point that I really wanted to make is, is just about beliefs and, and where these beliefs come from in the medical system. The medical system creates these harmful beliefs surrounding injuries and, and really puts a, a halt on participation in activity. Because people, patients, it's not the patient's fault ever, 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 ever. Patients don't want bad things. And I think we always need to assume that people's intentions are, are way better than we think. Um, it's the, the information that's, that's getting thrown at us as we jump around to different health professionals because that's the information that's still getting told to people which just, as I said, it, it just completely baffled me and I, I really can't believe that, that that train of thought's still kind of going around. But when we, when we want to challenge someone's beliefs, it's, it's really not about just throwing a bunch of facts at people and hoping that they take it on board. Particularly, mum, mum's a, a bit of a different example, that that's not a hugely strong-held belief and I'm her daughter so she's always going to believe me over a, a different physio. <laughs> But, 100%. But, but the point being, if, if you, someone is, if you're seeing someone that's been in pain for a long period of time and they have this really strongly held belief that, say, bending over or, or lifting with a, a flexed spine is going to damage their back, telling them that it's not is probably just going to put up a wall and they're just going to defend themselves even further and they're going to hold on to that belief as if it's their identity. So what we really need to do and what's far more effective, which I've been practicing myself a lot lately and it's hard work, but it's way more effective, is we need to really question uh, where these beliefs have come from and, and try and create doubt surrounding those current beliefs and more so than the belief itself, but what the patient believes makes the belief true as well. So that all comes from that subjective history and and really delving into why they think what they think and where that information has come from. Um, the the other thing that I, I really wanted to go into as well is why this advice is so harmful. So mum's 63? 62. 62, sorry. 62. She is like superwoman. So she lifts these crazy weights at the gym. She's like the fittest 62-year-old you've ever seen. And it is fucking awesome that she is doing that. And, and we should be encouraging that for sure. Considering all of the, I mean, the, the adverse health effects that are way more likely to hit us as we as we approach 50 and and menopause in women we want to be encouraging lifting we want to be encouraging activity we want to be trying to prevent osteoporosis and and prevents um sarcopenia and all of those things that start to happen with age so the last thing that you would be telling someone is don't do any pressing movements stop chest for three weeks stop overhead pressing for three weeks when I assessed mum upstairs, yes, it was a bit sore and she had to go a little bit lighter, but that's still something and, and we can modify how she's moving to make it more comfortable. So that's that's way more what we'd be what we'd be focusing on. If 
mum wasn't mum, maybe if a different person interpreted that who who wasn't as into fitness and exercise as mum was there's an there's a very good chance that they would just stop lifting altogether and then what's going to be the the effect and the aftermath of that it could be detrimental um it yeah I guess ultimately it's really easy to take someone out of pain by telling them to stop doing things you really don't need a degree to do that um what we need to be doing is sort of getting to the bottom of it and and actually helping people to build up that capacity so they can do what they want to do and really avoiding saying don't do that but yeah ultimately what I really wanted to get into was was beliefs and where these beliefs come from and how we can start to to tap into them and address them um but yeah that's that's pretty much all for today thanks so much for jumping on mum and I had fun I hope you enjoyed that thanks Kelly and let us know what you think thanks I'm looking forward to my treatment